Hello, and welcome to the Mind Matters podcast presented by A Light for Change, where we talk about the who, what, where, why, and how we as a community can make positive changes. The when is up to all of us, and it starts with you. Before I start, let's get into a positive zone, and I'll share my thoughts on a question from Graduate Survivors As Cards, Positive Attitude Zone. The card drawn is yellow for forethought, and the question is, what are you thankful for? I am thankful for people throughout my life that guided me to understand the diversity of perspectives produced from a single moment. I am thankful for the tidbits of information I receive each day that expand my understanding of humanity. I am thankful for the emotions I experienced that seed my will to learn. I am thankful for the honor of raising my children and for the love my family gives me. And I am thankful for being able to experience life with eyes that see the beauty of the world we live in. This is season two, The Role We Play, episode 19. Survival is based in adaptability. Surviving well or barely at all is still survival, but living is when you are able to adapt yourself to find ways to be joyous in any experience. Being willing to work with what is to create balance that generates optimal survival is a great asset. It is in the moment that we can observe what is and what isn't, so in each moment we adapt as part of our role in experiencing life for its diversity. We all want a good life that is smooth sailing, but the emotional seas we travel to be alive are almost always tumultuous. Setbacks hit us like waves some powerful, and sweep you away from here. And some are small, just bumping you around a bit. Some waves are more of a tsunami, wiping out everything you know, altering your life forever. While some waves are hard to read, being created by an undertow. Life seems calm. But you're triggered to react as if you're ready for a big storm. The waters of life are ever flowing. So we often don't even notice how or why we are adapting until we reflect on the journey for a while when the water is calm. However, tranquil seas mean no change, nothing in nor out, limiting nurtured growth, and we must adapt still to stir up joy in the contentment of calm. Setbacks are a driving force to our will, like our purpose screaming, I have a better plan than what you think is best. Setbacks are presented like challenges, but are really goals placed in our path so we can observe what is, determine how to work with it so we can achieve and get ready to adapt to the next boulder that blocks the path. Every setback is an opportunity to adjust to new conditions, allowing you to mold or modify your actions and reactions to the changing environment. We gain clarity, balance, and focus when we have the capacity to make the appropriate cognitive and behavioral adjustments. Within our interactions with the moment as we live through it, using reason
Using recent events, sorry, consider how much life has changed since the pandemic shut the world down to a small fraction of its operations. Each of us was impacted in ways that made us adapt. The opulent comfort of Western culture was removed, and though some were pushed to the brink, many found a way. They reconnected. They learned old skills. They modified systems to allow for work, and they found joy where they forgot it existed. Gaining clarity in setbacks that require you to adapt is taking note of all the aspects that surround the moment, reflecting on ways things changed, how they changed, and what the change means, who is affected by the change, where you're going to put your efforts making use of your inventory and strength, and what skills you have placed alongside others doing the same. Together, a community can plan with courage a path to live enjoy having accepted and adapted to the change. My curiosity often forces me to adapt to setbacks that result, and you would think by now I would learn the ignorance is bliss, but every time I take a peek behind the curtain, my need to solve the problem is triggered. Both my curiosity and solution orientation are skills I adapted as I overcame infant traumas. They gave me the clarity to recognize when I was alerted to threatening something threatening the safety of my life or what I was experiencing. I would align with the positive aspects to promote beneficial adaptation towards safety. Granted though, I often end up walking amongst the despair, adapting until I climb out by example, leaving a staircase for others to climb. Balance is a term used loosely in many topics, but in terms of adapting to setbacks in life, it is to empathize with yourself and others to compassionately develop resilience by exposure to what triggers the emotional response, allowing for the trial of various efforts to neutralize the impact and optimize the continued growth. Alliance is naturally formed in calculated delegation of roles amongst a community, just as it is formed in delegating the aspects of who you are to solve a personal setback. My nervous breakdown revealed how my pos positive coping or safety behaviors have become complexities because I used all aspects of myself in extremes, turning them on and off in accordance to the situation. Some say there is balance in opposites. I'm small, so I made myself big with my personality, but thinking I couldn't be hurt if I was always perfect only resulted in self-harm. I'm still working at it, but now aware balance is the optimal coexistence of all my parts, just as it is for a corporation or a community. I'm a competent person with many insecurities. You could say a fake, but it's more I am capable of leaving some parts of myself at home behind closed doors for the day. Communicating to others where my balance is out of whack and the doors are starting to bulge at its hinges is not easy, but I found it helps others understand how I interpret and interact and the best way they can do so with me so they can reach in a window and pull a few things out to prevent an explosion. In understanding the dynamics of yourself and the situation you are interacting with, 
takes focus in order to adapt and transform the situation into what is amicably optimal. We have become accustomed to focusing on the negative as it is suitable for control within the capitalist system, but our ability to overcome setbacks and adversity is in focusing on the good, the faint silver lining in a day, or the small ray of light in the distance of a dark tunnel. It's celebrating the things, the little things that bring joy, the little things you're able to do. If focus is only on what is wrong, then all that is seen is what is wrong. What is wrong should be, should not be the entirety of focus, but we should focus on the good things at the ready to help us overcome. My ability to focus on the good at achieving goals is courtesy of my father. Sometimes I'm so overtly focused, it sickens others, but it always pulled me through. Even in the passing of my son, I focus on the positive difference he made and how I can use the grief I hold to sign light on all I feel he wished I would. So much good has come from that, that I have adapted my afflictions into the ability to show others life with joy is worth living. It is our role in life to adapt to the universe by gaining clarity, achieving balance, and keeping focus on the good. Because in doing so, we continue to evolve through experiencing life, learning from setbacks, how to appreciate the joyful moments. Boyd K. Parker said, only those who never stop, never stumble, But it has been rewritten by others in a slightly more positive way. Never let a stumble be the end of your journey. I also like it. A quote by Fred Emery. Instead of constantly adapting to change, why not change to be adaptive? Setbacks are just that. Something that sets you back from your intended path. It is the universe telling you to take a minute and think, seeing the path it intends for you. The universe seems to get its way, whether you believe in cosmic things or scientific facts. Sometimes it gets pushy too. Maybe when we're not clearly focused and balanced, it pushes a little bit more. It will quite literally alter your perspective by flipping your life upside down. Unless you are a psychic, no one can predict a life-altering moment will happen. That's what makes them so traumatic, good or bad. Working hard to change your life and achieving it is life-altering, but it is not a single moment like a sudden death or winning the lottery, a car crash, or having your life saved. If you have had your life altered by a moment, it is intensely personal, and how it impacted you in the moment and the long term affects that, creates effects that forever change your life. Adapting to these moments requires you to cope with something lasting. It's more than surviving or overcoming a moment. Coping is often behavioral, as a result of the cognitive process that occurred while experiencing the moment, but tends to ignite someone to a cause or a call to action due to the communal impact that ripples from the effects of the moment. We all had our life rearranged by COVID. Some people lost family some jobs, but even if you did everything to protect yourself, nothing will ever be the same. 
The cost of living has forced us to adapt or lose our basic needs, such as shelter. Some people adapted their behaviors by going old school. Others adapted their mindset. And some analyzed or stood up against the cause and effect, mostly blaming the government. The government has always been a bleep at dealing with problems under any banner or leader. So it was wonderful to see the community stand to hold itself up. When life throws a knockout punch, most of us can't adapt and fall into a negative form of coping, such as addiction or self-harm. If you choose to adapt, it is a constant choice to do so. For most, adapting means sharing what you went through, and exemplifying life is still worth living to the fullest. Behavior becomes directed into motivated purpose. I've had a few life-altering moments. Not all I handled well. In some, I handled better because of the support I received. Losing my son was one setback that really slapped me into a new dimension of thinking. It took me out of my humble, happy home life and into a life where I dedicate my time to helping others see the value in life, guiding to heal themselves so we can reduce the percent of the population willing to choose as my son had done to become an angel. How could I stay the same when a good home was not enough to combat the continual barrage of negativity our children survive each day? Cognitive adaptability is even harder to achieve than a behavioral, which is why we so often become stuck in a negative mindset, ruminating ourselves into a spiral of negative thoughts. It is even harder in those moments that alter your life. How can you understand what makes no sense and often seems like there was no reasoning? Adapting your mindset is a lot of forgiving the moment for happening and finding a way to process the emotional thoughts you have about it to understand how to move forward from it. Losing Alex resulted in a grief that will never go away, a constant looming depression. So every day I'm required to adapt my way of thinking just to be motivated not to spend my my day in tearful thought. Each day, I overcome the setback of being depressed and find a way to adjust so I can feel happy or at least be able to see the joy in a moment. I spend a lot of time having positive conversations with myself and giving myself moments to reflect. Reflection has been the biggest asset to my cognitive ability because it allows me to see my emotions in my thoughts so I can control how they affect my behaviors. Cause and effect is at the core of experience. But in the terms of adapting to life-altering experiences, many adapt by standing for a cause related to the effect. When experience spins, us off track, it is natural to take the cause or where you ended up pointing as a sign of where you realign your focus giving you a renewed sense of purpose so to an ability to see joy. Life for change is because of just that. It was created in honor of my son, Alex Barron, because a society was flabbergasted by his choice to end his life when there seemed no reason, followed by two other boys, 
where the same was felt. It affected so many so deeply, it forced the middle class to open their eyes and see beyond our survival and look into the mind of our youth. It is our role in life to adapt our behaviors and cognition after all these moments to balance the cause and effect so we can allow life to move us through the experience and lead us closer to our authentic purpose. We must learn and grow from everything, particularly the difficult things. The movie Fallen is truth in my mind as there are moments which mark your life moments when you realize nothing will be the same and time is divided into before this moment and after this from the character John Hobbs played by Danzel Washington. That's one of my favorite quotes. Our life is altered in small ways every day. After the moment is gone, we recognize the change There, and that there is a marker left behind, a store of information that we are triggered to recall as a sign something has gone wrong and you need to adapt again. Life is a series of adaptations and humanity will continue to adapt as it struggles with change. Source input is neither positive or negative, it just is. It is how the mind processes the input to align with the memory that triggers our response. Sometimes the processing evokes a triggered response to find a way to be safe, while others will trigger a need to explore or understand. The more triggers to seek safety, the more one avoids exposure, adapting to our triggers so we can participate anyways requires reflective and forethought process. With a will to overcome and become adaptive under any circumstance, the things that triggered us to respond are generally a reminder of a previous exposure to negative emotions or an understanding you are being exposed to negativity, such as the threat, fear, or sadness. Sometimes we are subconsciously triggered and need to take time to understand our reactions. Trained through exposure to build a tolerance to triggering source input, allowing yourself to become adaptive to the environments that contain triggering aspects. As a society, we are triggered by racism, not because the moment was racist, but because we expect racism to exist and have predisposed our minds to be on the ready for it as an avenger or a victim. We are so triggered by the threat of a different race that we type generations and we've trained them to fear differences at least until the last few decades. When we started to analyze our previous reactions and began to adjust our new reactions, training ourselves to overcome our fears and gaining an adaptive tolerance to the uncertainty that compels racist behaviors. Adapting our reactions to how we perceive the world around us is achieved through reflective understanding that our perceptions are personal. Our thoughts form a recall of past and present self-understandings for the future self, which allow you to see the truth in the moment with appreciation for the emotion you feel towards it, instead of reacting to the emotion first. 
I am triggered by judgment because of two aspects. I present myself as perfect so I can't be hurt as a safety behavior to pass traumas as well as an offender so others can't be hurt for the same reason. Receiving judgment makes me question everything. One day, we were at a social fire and my husband jokingly said, everything I do for light for change is too much and it's annoying. This then processed into a thought that he doesn't support me and I spend too much time and I'm wasting my efforts. So I needed to reflect and realize my reaction was blown out of proportion because of my own uncertainty. I know he accepts my over-the-top personality, but it's just not his thing. Support is like love. We all show it in different ways. Training is key to adaptability. You need to give yourself time being exposed so you can become accustomed and find ways you are comfortable with working with what triggers you to react. Every day we train ourselves in compassion for a moment, understanding all the aspects of it. We train ourselves to react with positive growth in mind instead of fear. We develop our ability to adapt to any situation that comes our way and think despite the circumstances. I'm aware everyone has the capacity for good and bad choices, but overall, I feel humanity reacts under fear, so we often make bad choices. Before I went on a happiness quest sabbatical in my 20s, I viewed everyone as a threat, which is why I always wore the perfect armor for battle. But soon I realized I was always battling and never at peace. Different faiths gave me different answers, including sacrifice, connection, knowledge, reverence, and so on. But it all boiled down to choice. We had to do what was necessary for happiness to exist and required all directions for faithful acquirement. I had to train myself to choose ways to adapt so I can see joy in my life when other things were not going well and also when they were. Building your tolerance is taking adaptive training to the next level. Some things in life are just out of your control, like env environmental noise, which is a common trigger because it's hardwired for us to react since the sound of birds flying revealed the approach of a predator. The same transpires for all your senses as they send us through a recall procedure that searches for reaction commands burned into the renewal processing. Discovering drugs could numb my overactive mind created a dulling pleasure that made it hard to tolerate my crazy brain when I chose sobriety. So many times I wanted to quiet my thoughts until I learned to tolerate them by seeing their beauty as inspirational fireworks, letting them flash away, but just watching them and absorbing the presentation, letting only the necessary sparks fall into my consciousness. Understanding reflection on our reactions gives information about how we interact with the moment so we can adapt by trading our tolerance 
to things that trigger us to react in ways that allow us to proceed with positive growth and forward movement in mind. After all, it is not the strongest of the species that survived, nor the most intelligent. It is the one most responsive to change, according to Charles Darwin, because knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom, as per Aristotle. No matter what experience life throws at you, it is important to keep living. Therefore, you must adapt. You must be ready to overcome your setbacks. Allow life altering moments to change you and grow from the things that trigger your emotions so you can find an amicable balance that allows the authentic you to adapt to any situation you allow to transform your life. All failure is failure to adapt. All success is successful adaptation as quoted by Max McCowan. Live your life and adapt each day to ensure it is authentically happy. You are worth it. As I leave you to think on this topic, I challenge you to think about this mindfulness exercise until then as well. Think of when you were a toddler and everything in the world was new to you. Do you remember what you went through to become a child? When you were a child, you went through so many emotional moments. How did or will you adapt to become a teenager? When you were a teenager, life was or will be throwing so much knowledge at you. How did or will you take all that information to create the adult you are now or will be? Remind yourself, you never stopped adapting and look how wonderful you turned out on the other side of change. I will close the conversation by drawing another card from the Positive Attitude Seven cards. The question will be the opening question for next episode. The card drawn is purple for relationships. And the question is, what do you like to do with your friends? We will get to that next week. But in the meantime, you can get your Positive Attitude Zone cards at graduatethrivers.com. That's spelled capital G, small r-a-d, capital U, small i-t, capital T, small h-r-i-v-e-r-s.com. Stay wonderful, wholesome, happy, open-minded, and natural, smiling as much as you can. Take care until we talk again. This has been Heidi Hardy on the Mind Matters podcast, created by A Light for Change. Have a great day.